Good day, everyone. It is your main man, Rico Rocks, here for episode number six of the party. Party naughty. So today is September 11th. I know I haven't been saying dates, so that way people won't know how long it's taking me to get these out. But for this day, September 11th, 2020, oh man. It's 2 p.m. right now, and or 1.27 actually, and I have not left the house yet today. I've been up all night taking care of business, and by taking care of business, I mean copious amounts of drugs and thinking about stuff, so nothing really too productive as far as that goes. I... I'm excited to be here, excited to talk with everyone. So today we're going to talk about, I'm going to tell a couple stories and we're going to cover some cool stuff for the week and stuff like that. So here we go. Episode six. Yes. So I'll start with the number 22. Everyone knows if you've been listening to my story, I like the number 22 a lot. It's not my favorite number, but it's my second favorite number. And it's not even, it's hard to gauge, I like so many numbers, but it's in the top. It's in one of my favorites. It's like, especially as of the last few months, I've all, I've, I've been a fan of the number 22 since I was 18. So I'm 29 now. So it's 11 years of riding or dying for the number 22. And it just keeps appearing in the most beautiful ways in my life. And I can't explain how good that feels. I want, uh, I'm avoiding an episode about symbolism and symbolic, symbol, symbology, symbology, sure, symbolism though, and because of the correlation to each individual human experience and we're incorporating symbolism to each person can incorporate their own symbols and it's almost like a fingerprint, it's, I heard on some random thing online once that the reality that everything that we 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 perceive we perceive it or that we claim as us i think is like some kind of like oh i'm this or if anyone's like an, an identifier or uh, who just said uh dang i'll just slow down a bit so identifiers it's because i'm going off the top here with this random thing that i haven't thought about in a long time but it was basically saying that we are not the things that we identify with. These are just symbols to let other people ident- like kind of identify with us. And so if you take away everything, you strip everything away, you strip everything away, all these like identifiers, your style, your beliefs, like so many things. And I don't know exactly what that meant, but I understand that we, no, we aren't what we think we are based off just... Everything we have, like if you come into my room, you will get a glimpse of Rico, but you won't have to sit down and have a chat with me to ever perceive me in face to face at least. And so I get that you come in the room. My entire makeup is not in my room, but I feel like mine particularly, my room in particular, definitely is outlandish as fuck. So that's cool. So the number 22, though, is top 
one of my favorite numbers. Like, oh, I get giddy at the side of 22. I like it. There is sometimes in the recent, recently, and I'm going to sound like a big, crazy weirdo, that I was leaving the house with $22 in my pocket just because I was going to leave with between somewhere between one and a hundred bucks. I just had like, like, that was like my thing. I usually was, I had like a hundred bucks on me and cash is what I would keep on me. And then when I left for the night, I was like, I would just grab out of the little pile there. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Why take a random amount? I'm going to take 22 for multitudes of reasons. Like, but first of which was, I love the number 22 and it's sent like a good, oh, it's sempt or seemed I don't know there. Someone get back to me on that. Sempted. It seemed, it seemed like a good idea at the time or seemed like a good omen rather. That's why. So I felt like a good omen. Boom. 22 on deck. And, but then I realized it was like, if I was planning on leaving and immediately going to buy something to drink, like immediately, like I was going to spend like six, seven bucks at the liquor store that I would take that plus the 22. So I would still have the 22 rolling around and call it, call it for good luck. Call it for good omen. Call it for just cause I, it made me happy, but that was one thing I was doing. So 22, man, I gotta, I gotta start fucking some 22 year old girls. I just thought about that. Like that would be like a niche for me. Like, Hey, if you're 22, come on. Me. Oh yeah. that's like a perfect age for me. Not too old, not too young. Perfect. Anyways, so 22. So the numbers appeared so amazingly, amazingly in, since I've been incorporating it and it kind of, it's mind blowing once you actually pay attention. Now I challenge everyone to pick a number, a number for no good reason, but you pick it. Now, if it's like a big, super long, random series of numbers, like eight, one, eight, five, seven, 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 five, four, 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 three, three, something like that. It may pop up a bit less, but when it does, damn, you're going to feel like it is God throwing a sign at you. And that is another positive thing about symbolism and omens and stuff is they reinforce beliefs. But I'm not going to go too far off on that tangent right now. I will do an episode for symbolism introduction. We're going to stick to 22. So 22... I'm not going to tell the story on why I like it either on this episode, but when I first moved to LA, I've been here for two and a half months now. When I first got here, I was dumpster diving and I pulled out a sweater. I was looking through clothes a little, just someone recently threw them away. Cause that's the thing. When someone throws something away, if you go check the same dumpster every night, it's not going to be like you're looking through some really old trash. It's going to be someone just put it in a bag in theory, and left it recently because hours prior it went there. So you're going to get some old trash, but you're going to get a lot of recently discarded fresh from someone's storage or house and just bloop, bloop. And the amount of time in a can is minuscule. Anyways, back to the the sweater. The sweater, I didn't even think much of it. I was like, but I was looking over it just to see if there was anything calling out to me. Bam, there was a number 22 on it. Beautiful. I was like, whoa, what are the odds? I found a sweater, Hollister sweater with the number 22. And it was glorious. And I, I was like, oh, it's my new favorite sweater. I don't have that sweater anymore. I had to, I ended up using it to 
there's a mop in my room. I was I spilled a bunch of shit, and I was like, dude, this sweater was it was slightly small, and I'm really skinny, so or tiny, just tiny bodied. So I thought it would definitely fit because there's most things that fit. I would yeah, there's not many things that don't fit me usually unless it's really really small because I have a small framed fella and. cool that was awesome and then i feel like i'm missing so many 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 22 stories but that's fine i'm gonna tell you another one so last night i was working out in this little area i work out and i just go some random little like alleyway next to a factory or industrial kind of facilities and it's like a railroad there's rail there's tracks rail tracks railroad tracks and then this little area between the railroad tracks and the building, and that's, you, it's like a whole row, and there's a bunch of people, it's like very discarded, and there's not much traffic there, there's a couple people that live in tents right near where I work out, so they they see me, I'm within eye shot of them, but no, they don't mess with me, they're nice people, and so I'm working out, just sitting there, throwing around some stuff, some heavy stuff, and practicing some staffing, some bow staffing, and dancing around a bit, just kind of dancing, grooving, grooving, drinking a little whiskey, boom, 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 grooving, and then what happens is, long story short, I guess the guy, one of the, the guys that stayed in the tent, he was needed, he asked to use my phone, because I guess he was going to be late for work, and I was like, sure, well then there's this other girl that was over there by the tents, which is good, I'd say 100 feet, so I guess she missed, She didn't think it was me. She thought it was some other guy who has long hair. And, but that, none of that really matters, except for, well, when I went over there, because I, I finally, I was working out for quite a couple hours. I was going ham, and when the guy used the phone, I was like, all right. So I walked a little closer, and she was like, oh, that's Rico Rocks. And I was like, yeah, what's up? You thought, and she was like, oh, I thought you were this other guy the whole time. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how dare you? Now I'm sad because she was complaining how she was sad. And I was like, I'm cool. And then she said that. And then I said, now I'm sad. Way to bring me down with you. But then we left. But then it took me a little while to get over it. Just kidding. Did it. But anyways, so she had some hats she found earlier that day, I guess. And they were pretty dirty and stuff, pretty rough shape, but I, I'm a detailer, I restore stuff, it's nothing to take a little soap and water and scrub and get a really nice product, so I ended up buying a couple of the hats off her for like, about, what is that, four hats for two dollars, I got a North Carolina hat, and I only got that because I know so many people, I've met so many North Carolina people in my days, I'm, te- I'm technically not a fan of North Carolina Tar Heels, but I've met so many that there are very much people I met that are Tar Heel fans, so I having a Tar Heel hat around in good condition is always good. And then an Ohio State hat, which I am a fan. That is my college team for sports. If I were to have one, I'm not really gigantic into it, but I have a, a claim Ohio State if I have to claim one. Because people, I grew up in the Midwest, Wisconsin. And then traveled all throughout the Midwest, Missouri, and all the way down and everything. So it's like, motherfuckers talk about sports and weather. And what else do Midwesterners talk about? We got the weather. We got sports. We got alcohol. And family issues. 
that is what Midwesterners got, baby. So Ohio State, I just liked it because when I was in younger in high school, is when I, no, it's not high school. I was a little older. I met a homie that was from Ohio. I ended up moving. Me and him ended up hightailing out of Wisconsin. Just packed up all our shit and moved to Ohio because Wisconsin was getting hot. It was a fucking crazy story there. I might get into that a little bit later. So the Ohio State hat, though, I so I purchased the four hats. And then I brought them home in this morning as I was doing the copious amounts of whatever and chilling and all that. Detail the hats, clean them off, get them, see, see what we're working with here. So I got an Obey hat and this other cool hat where it has like a school mascot on it, but it's a fitted hat. It's a new era fitted hat, but it's like a custom one from some school, I believe, because it's a like a gin shooting, like having lightning bolt in his hand, and he's just like about to toss it. So it's really cool. It's like a cloud elemental about to like about to whip a lightning bolt. So that's really awesome. But the house State hat. When I cleaned it off and I'm sitting there, it's cleaning really nice. It's coming really good. The shape's really good. The brim's still all good. On the back of the Ohio State hat, stitched in like it came with the hat, number 20 fucking two. Beautiful. Whoa, 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 whoa. 22 on them. 22. When I seen that, I was like, I love this fucking hat. Like, I didn't even notice it when I was offering for it. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have like, been showing way more value than it was. I would have been, she would have wanted more. But luckily, I kept it together. And so that's really awesome. I got the number 22 hat. So that just reinvigorated me for a whole bunch. Like, oh, man, when I see the number 22 in random situations like that. So I found a sweater with the number 22, a hat with the number 22. What else do we find with number 22? There's so many random things. So whenever I find a number 22, it's really great times. And I don't really have any 22-related memories right now. So let's move on. So with that being said, the next thing we'll do is we'll tell some stories, maybe? Is the Rico? Yeah, some stories, episode six. All right, what story are we going to tell, bud? Oh, dead air. Okay, I don't know. That was just like a really nice solo. So, folks, what do you guys want to hear about today? Something, something exciting. Something just mellow. Something crazy. Okay, okay. Quiet, quiet in the back there. Quiet in the back. What I'll talk about today is... Shit, pick a topic. What story? Pick a story. Pick a story. Pick a story. Pick a story. Man, this must be annoying to listen to right now. But I, I want it to be a good story. I want it to be something crazy. Something crazy. Something crazy. Something crazy. Man, it's been a long day, folks. I plan on going and repeating my day pretty much than yesterday. I, I'm going to wait until around 5 o'clock and then go work out. And the reason I've been choosing that is because I've been lazy and I don't do it in the middle of the day. So I don't get some, like, high sun exposure. I just like going when it's cooler, not the sun at its zenith. And it's good times. 
So I'm recording episode six. I'm having a lot of fun recording the podcast, doing everything like that. So everything's been going good. I'm going to get sober really soon. It's, I'm not looking forward to it. Like I told you, I'm battling with some stuff there. It all, it's all coming down. I'm just I'm running out of money is what it is. But I, it's because I'm not working, and it's not like a job. I, I don't think I'll ever have another job if I could help it, I would say. But the work I do have, like my own projects, I have been making a lot of progress, but I just haven't been seeking deals or business with anyone but i'm sitting on business and deals so that's just something i'm i'm not too worried about the money but it's if i just start getting a lot of money i think i don't think i'm gonna think i'm just gonna stay hooked up isn't that kind of weird like how that works that some people are just so let's talk about my lack of control let's talk about let's because i hype myself all the time let's let's beat me up let's say fuck rico and fuck rico's self-control okay Jesus, can we can we all just agree that Rico rocks self control, limiting factor here? I'm acknowledging it, and I plan on doing something about it. But damn, kids, the self control game. I, for example, I do not allow myself to have food in the house. Really, if I have something there, I will eat it. You know, that's that's a quite a realization for a human that you when you picture, I don't know what you picture. But in my mind, that there's like, if you picture, oh, you go over to someone's house, what do they eat? Oh, look around, look in the fridge. Mine, I keep, I have to keep my house in my quarters or whatever you want to, wherever your situation is, your tent, your, no matter what situation, I have to keep limited food because I will not stop and it sucks. I, it's, the, it's, or I don't know if it's the stimulation or if it's, some kind of glutton gene that I have and it is bad I guess it's not like the worst case I'm sure I could have a, but I've tried to give myself some leeway sometimes and it's usually sh- I'm shocked by how bad it is it's not the worst case like I said but I am I understand that if I want to maintain a healthy mass consumption like if I don't want to just be pigging out just for the sake of pigging out for boredom and stuff, I cannot just keep a month worth of food in the house because that month of food will last a week. So I usually have to go every day and get my food for the day and shop my food for the day. And I like doing it that way because I know I'm going to get, it gives me a reason to get up because I have to get my food for the day and I'm not going to be, I'm going to be saving a little money because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, so saving money is kind of neutral, I guess, because I guess if you buy in bulk, you'd save some. So I guess I'm neutral there since I am only feeding for one. I usually just buy for myself or sometimes random a couple people. And yeah, it's interesting. Same, same goes with drugs and stuff like that. It seems that if I have money, I will stay bagged up, swagged up till I'm tagged up is what I don't want to happen. And I don't want to get into too much personal details, but it's been many, and my habits will stack. Like, I could be on drugs, drink, and eat if it's all available. So what does that mean? Does that make a person stay where they're at forever? Just, or do they succumb? I know I'm more powerful than that, any of my gluttony is, because that is just one small, one piece of, out of a zillion pieces of who is Rico Rocks. But it is one of the pieces that is, it fucks with me, quite frankly.
because it makes you wonder, like, for your own safety, kid, maybe you shouldn't be successful. For your own safety, maybe, like, even now, I'm holding, like, I'm holding back on so much business because, and I had, so I had, like, a pocket of money to start with a couple months ago, and I've just been dwindling down this pocket of money. And I'm running at the very fumes now, and that this is the only time I'm considering slowing down. It's because, but even then, I should have quit hundreds of dollars ago. My plan was to not wait until I had zero dollars then because that just is pitiful. That's what that, nah, man. That means, okay, when I, oh, now, even if I am over it, I have, like, anything else I would care to have desire about just left in the dirt, and I would have to start building up. But that, like I said, that I'm not tripping on because I've, I've realized that that was a process that may come and is more than likely going to come. So I've been preparing with a lot of business-type ventures Meanwhile, without coming full circle on them. So it's like I have a one, I do finally hit this critical zero in a couple weeks here. Then I just kind of, I can do the last little 10% on each of the deals versus having to do 100%, 100%. So I, I definitely have some stuff in the works. But it, I'm not pulling any of the trigger yet because I'm interested in seeing how, how this whole addiction and or just the whole choices I make, whatever. I don't want to seem limiting in my beliefs, so because I'm definitely not. This is just it ain't shit to me, really. But it's I'm letting I'm I'm seeing I'm watching myself because, damn, I, I am a piece. Of, I'm a scumbag, and I eventually with the food I had to learn. Okay, if you for the kind of lifestyle I want to live. This is what's up. And then now I guess I'm kind of doing the critical gauge with the dope. Because I would love for it to be my life my whole life. I would love to be fucking high until my 80s, 90s. And fucking successful and life of the party. And still looking good and still feeling good. And just being high as fuck for the whole time. As high as I could have been the whole years. And just losing, I would say my memories probably just be a little faded, but just because I had so many good ones, it's harder to remember for even me, like, that would be, that's the goal, and it seems I may not be able to do that, because on certain drugs, because it just becomes too much, of it consumes me, and so I had alcohol, I love alcohol, and I'm drinking every day, I've been drinking but I'm not getting drunk every day. I'm getting buzzed as fuck, but not drunk. Like, where it's like, oh my gosh, like, it is, oh, like nothing else is a real except for just this drunk feeling. That's when you're, I used to do that when I would only drink, when I was only a drinker, straight alcoholic. Then it would be like, I would drink to get drunk as I can, because that's the best. That's my only high I'm going to get for the day, my only up, and I need my ups. And so alcohol I have a problem with. Every, any kind of drug you can imagine I have a problem with. And it's like, because the, and now many people have theories. Is it like a chemical imbalance? Is it just an excuse? Is it a crutch, a cop-out, a disease, this, that, this, that? So my goodness, folks. All I know is it's a heartbreaking relationship because those people, people who do drugs, they love the drugs. Even if they hate it a little bit because it's ruining them, they love it. They love it that they have something to wake up to. They love it that... It don't argue back. They love it that it tortures them because it makes them stronger. It's as fucked up as that sounds. They love it because they know how matter no matter how far they stray away, it'll always be there. As soon as it's ready, as soon as you're ready to come back, it'll be it'll welcome you. They love it because it, 
it might kill you. And then it would all be over. They love it because it makes you feel alive while you are here. They love it because, hell, they don't know what love is. They love it because they've given up. They love it because they haven't given up. There's so many reasons, but people love drugs, okay? And this one is, it's its left me quite emotional. I've, I maybe cried one time about it on a drunken night, but, oh, man, it's a tough one because I always give myself the benefit of the doubt. Or I wouldn't say always, but like most of the time, I, if no one else is, shit, might as well be me. Give myself the benefit of the doubt. Like, you got this, man. You got this. This is just you. You're just treating yourself. It's, but it's getting, it's getting, I've tried pulling the eject button a couple times. I've, uh, I've done a couple, couple dry runs here, a couple, and yeah, just for practice. How would it feel like if I were to just play with the idea of not getting a sack right now? Let me tell you, it's not a good feeling. I I am so sen- like sensitive right now to it that I can't even have an empty sack. Like as as soon as it, I feel like I only have a couple more doses in the sack, I have to go re up, resupply. And then the moments I do test it and just let myself run out just to sit with it, not even a second. <sighs> I gotta do, I'm on the phone. What's up? And it sucks because. Not because it's hurting me, not because it's any, the only thing that sucks about it is I'm letting myself down. I've habituated myself to something very, very strongly. I've acclimated myself. And to a guy like me who's used to iron will, my mastermind will, my mind over matter fella, when I hit something that a fire I can't put out, and when I blink, my snap my fingers. When something my magic don't work on something, it that's like losing a child to me. That's it's a, it definitely throws me off my step, and my and there's clouds I walk on that keep me unshakable. Those are that is a lot of processing shit. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm really going with that whole tangent, but I just know that that's been on my mind lately. So I'm gonna get sober soon. I keep telling myself one more sec, one more sec, one more sec. I think I don't know what I'm so afraid of letting go on that specific thing. Like, I, I know I'm not, I would have more energy than I, because even with the drugs, I don't have energy like the way it used to give me energy. It does, but not, I actually, I don't know. It's so hard to explain. I feel like it's not giving me, I feel like I could produce natural energy like that. But then why don't you do it, sucker? I'm not. Because I'm, being weak right now being super weak and that's not all i'm being i'm being a lot of things but i'm being very weak is one of my things and it's it's a process man i'm also being very awesome so i don't get it twisted like i've used this last couple months of just nothing but just drug-induced rico-ness rico-roxnesses to really really put a lot of stuff into perspective for myself and my mentally and i'm not saying i'm I figured out the answer to the world. I don't even know if I have any more clarity than I did before two months ago. But I know a lot of good has happened in this last couple of months. A lot of good stuff. And a, and a lot of bad, but way more good in my opinion to myself. And if I do happen to quit forever and if I do decide that drugs are just going to be something that I cannot partake lightly in because it is just too good for me. And I will let it take me. 
whether I decide to, or whether I let decide to do something brash, and who knows. Oh, what was that? What was I gonna say before that? Oh, whether I uh, let it kill me or whether I quit. Oh yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. Got it back. Even this, even in the state of craziness right now, I still pull it back in less than ten seconds. And my recall game is sick, nigga. Lost it again. No, I'm just kidding. What I was gonna say is, no matter what happens in my very upcoming decisions with this substance abuse stuff, the this time is invaluable. Does that mean it's like doesn't have no value? But not because it's not doesn't have a value in the sense of it's too small. It's so you can't put a price on something like this. I've pushed the edge of madness in the abyss with no effects other than getting stronger and clearer and sharper and dick getting bigger and all that good stuff. All that shit. I watch. I don't know what, and I know I could be not. I could be knocking on Irony's door right here and just begging it for it. But I am God. Smite me, Almighty Smiter. Please do it, bitch. For what I've been around, I was homeless for a little bit. I've been in the drug game for quite some years. I know a couple mental illnesses. I used to. I used to really think in society, ninety-five percent of it was false. Or were their doctors misdiagnosing a false diagnosis on people just for their own whatever in the system? Because a lot of people, oh, I have depression, I have anxiety, I have this, I have this. I didn't believe nobody really. I thought everyone was just fucking saying this. So someone would say, it, oh, poor baby, this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and this and that, right? So I, I was always very skeptical about people who claim mental illness because I don't know. I just felt like that was how I was feeling about it. And as time went on and I was leaving those environments of people, I started to see and meet people who I don't even want to know. I don't know saying that what they had is a mental illness because that's kind of just de degrading, but they had, they did not live in the same perceptive plane as nobody around them. And they were talking to, they were moving and grooving and juvenile and living stories that, to the naked eye was not happening, but to them, who knows? And I'm Sacramento is where I was homeless recently, three months living on the streets by myself. Didn't I was just I actually cut myself off from the world for a while. I just oh man, it was kicking myself while I was down. I was like turned off my phones and everything, and it's like let's let it ride, baby. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if I can make it. Let's see what I do. Not just because I didn't have really any options. Like, no, I didn't want to beg anyone for help. I didn't have anyone to beg for help if I wanted to anyways. I know a bunch of broke-ass young people and my family's broke and everything. So I was like, whatever. Fuck it, dude. I let I, you got here, you, you make it out. And that is where I, I ran into. I'm just going to use the term schizophrenia. But it's some. I think it's psychosis can fit in there. Hysteria. I don't know. But it was, I was, I was seeing an abundance. I was interacting with an abundance of people who are mentally unstable, far worse than I was. And just getting homeless and just fucking losing a lot of my stuff I had some kind of material locked to, just getting hit with all this. 
had some freeing feelings, but man, I was I was so new. I was in a new city and homeless for the first time, like long term, and it was not good. When I was a bunch of the first people I was meeting were talking to things that weren't there because it was making me confused. I would talk like people were coming up to me. I don't know if I was just so weird looking random in that just in the downtown or the it was Oak Park. Sacramento area where I just got dropped off and I was like okay this is where my journey begins and like but I don't know what the deal if they thought I was someone else but kept talking to me and putting me in scenarios that I wasn't in like there was this one guy this black guy he was I ended up I'm really nice to people who have it tough I'm I'm big asshole to most people but I don't like I'm not a bully type Really, I would say I, I don't really. I'm really nice to. Especially, it's kind of conflicting because if I don't like somebody because they're just annoying and they're fucking just weak minded and they're just snobby and they're just lame and just vindictive, just all these traits I don't like. And it's like obvious, like they're just awful, just blech, just fucking shallow, boring. It was so many things that just all together just are disgusting to me, right? Just, uh, this, this person is fucking lame, bro, type shit. If I could tell that I feel that, and then that's fine. But then if I see every, like, the masses around me start treating them bad, which they probably have a good reason to because of the reasons I mentioned that why I didn't like them. But then I'm like, damn, that's messed up. That guy has everyone against him. For some reason, I have a really soft spot for that guy. If I hear somebody talking shit about somebody, I would... Def- I want to go and befriend that person. Like, listen, man, I don't even know you, but people talk shit on you, man. I feel like I can relate. Like, I don't know if that's the case, but I feel like maybe that's one piece or something. Because I was like, man, if no one else got you, I got you. I like having the people who don't have homies. And sometimes it fucking backfires. And then sometimes it's, I find gems like that. But I've always felt like people are missing something when because it's like everyone's fucking talking shit like no one's sitting there they're all hyping each other up like are you missing that guy might be the coolest motherfucker and so it's like a 50 50 half the time they're fucking retards and half the time they're golden eagles and it's awesome so i feel like i'm one of those people too that's why like maybe i always was just the weirdo who didn't really talk much but i always really wanted someone to talk to so if someone ever just took a chance on me i would go i would fucking kill for them and to this day, if someone takes time out of their busy life and shows me love, I I try to reciprocate that because it's like, damn, I appreciate that. Now, I'm not, I don't get just bought up by any fake phony love. It definitely has to be some real genuine, but it's like, if I get some genuine kindness and for no good reason, or someone genuinely admires a bit of my, a bit of the, my style, and I, what what drives me crazy about it, what I like about it, is they don't have to, like, just with that, like, like for example, you know, I was just describing someone who no one liked, but initially I didn't like them based on my own assessment, but then everyone else started having a similar assessment based on their own assessments, and then but then now it's like almost a consensus of people like having a distaste for this fella. Well, that guy, okay, losing train of thought here, so. I was describing, so even if, because I wanted to describe a very specific scenario about somebody, and then I was like, well, instead of explaining a new person, I'll just use the last guy as an excuse. 
Well, uh, let's see. What what quote can I think about when I think of that? So, this one's taking a little longer, but I'll still put it back. Watch. So, I was talking about how there's gems, and I find half gems and half shit people. And then I started thinking about how I felt like that sometimes. And then I was talking about how when people show me love. Okay, good. Boom. Got it back. That one took me a little... It's still under 30 seconds, I believe. Maybe close to 30 seconds, but I got it back. So they don't have to part. That was what I was on. So let's say that guy I just described. I didn't have to be nice to him. I could just say, you know, everyone, fuck yeah, we're very cool compared to this guy. This guy's a faggot, dude. Lame-ass nigga, dude. Fuck that dude. Bitch-ass nigga. Just go just just feed into my correct assessment of this person who's freaking just lame and just is better off probably not around. I, that's where it's like, mate, it's Arkham, Arkham's Razor, Arkham's Razor, which is just, it should be the obvious point. Why not? This guy's just a horrible person to multitudes and multitudes of like, not even, he's like righteous, like he, because I'm a fucking hell Satan, whatever, but just like, just shit, just the weakest of just everything that is like, not that I like it. I don't have to be super nice to that guy because I feel that. He's getting mobbed by people, but I do. So, like that, I don't have to, but then I show him love because I just whatever little craziness I've got going on. I'm like, dude, I ain't gonna let you out like that by yourself. So, I'm like, I befriend him and be like, I got you. If no one else got you, I got you. I don't have to do that, but I do it. So, it's like, I would like a reciprocation in theory, although there's no obligation since I was the one who started it. But so, when someone does that, vice versa, now let's say I'm the guy that is by himself sitting because I feel like no one relates to me or maybe because I'm just going against the grain with everyone around me or, or I'm fucking all their bitches or whatever the case. Let's say I'm that guy and if someone vibes with me and comes to me and be like, hey, Rico Roxbury, you're fucking cool, bro. Like, everyone thinks you're some kind of lunatic, psychotic fuck. I got you. I would go to war for that person because I know just like I didn't have to in that example, they don't have to. And when someone genuinely genuinely wants to fucking see what's up with rico rock and i know they don't have to that's why if you're listening to this podcast thank you because i know you don't have to and i'll go to war for you if you just continue to go just show interest in me and so i guess it's like that that comes from probably who knows what kind of trauma but i want to i want to show that i was a good choice and that is truly it that's what it boils down to People don't know what they're going to get when they fuck with me. And it's always way more than they expected in the greatest ways. They think, oh, this guy is pretty interesting. based off. But then if someone sits there and really, really gets in my zone and I can fuck with them in the right way. And I, I'm always so much more valuable than anyone could ever imagine because I'm Rico Rocks to the top, baby. And I'm humbled and, and I'm crazy and I'll laugh at mistakes and I'll... I'll talk about fucking jacking off for 10 hours and then they'll be like, damn, we thought we have round. And I'll be there for them. Just not even money. I'll just be there and listen and be like, hey, man, I genuinely will sit here and listen to you for a minute. And it's like, oh, so it's all that good stuff. So not having to. Let me check time here, folks. I feel like this one's, oh, it's 40 minutes already. It felt like two minutes. Felt like two minutes. No, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. I'm, I just wanted to get in a quick episode in, keep my episodes recording consistently. So the number 22, doing drugs, working out, feeling good. Um, 
I'm really happy to hear from you guys. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. I'm going to end this one here because I'm going to go jack off for 10 hours. Fuck you, gay. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Everyone have a pleasant day. Stay positive. Free your mind. This is Rico Rocks. Come back anytime. Email me at ricorocks221 at gmail.com for any questions. Oh, man. We're just getting going. So episode 6 was a hit. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. And share with your friends. Go nuts. Comment. And free your mind. Goodbye, kids.